Welcome back, everybody, to Brown Bag Bets, powered by Betsperts. We are your daily dose of quick hit handicapping and sports betting picks. Joining me, as always, Andy Molitor. Andy, you know, imagine not betting Georgia last night. Imagine. <laughs> I, ended, I ended up, I mean, not to make fun of that individual, because it's not like I didn't chase some live overs, because I had an over that didn't get there by about a point or so. And But Ugh. live overs, the second half over I posted even on, on Twitter came through, which was nice, because my basketball was in the shitter yesterday. Nothing was going right. Teams weren't playing well. Some close calls, some not so close calls. Worst day of college basketball betting for me, I think, of the year which led me to the decanter. A lot of whiskey on the shelf. One kind of whiskey goes in the crystal decanter, and that is, I'm like 90% sure I don't remember what it is. It's been in there too long. I'm pretty sure it's a Whistle Pig 15, which is, I mean, either way, we That's poured funny. it, and it, it was delightful. And then, yeah, the, uh, the so I, I even, I posted about betting a soccer match and then woke up and forgot to. And I thought, oh, I'm so smart. It's like, <laughs> I, I bet the over and it was 20 minutes into the game. I'm like, oh shit, I was going to bet that over. I'm like, oh, it's still 0-0. Zero, zero. I'll get a better price. It ended 0-0. Zero, zero. So we're done with AFCON. AFCON is done. We've moved on. Um, pitchers and catchers report soon, right? Basketball's still going. I don't know. I'm, I'm done with this African Cup of Nations. I'll tell you that much, but we'll still have we'll, plenty of basketball. And if, if you did watch yesterday, um, we got the didn't get first touchdown score, but got the anytime touchdown score for uh, for Salika's prop and um, both of his both of his alt Georgia spreads played nicely. It, it took a uh, it took a pick six, but that's the way the cookie crumbles. Even though the coach was repeatedly telling that player to not return it for a touchdown, to get down and just maybe end the game, and he did not. He ran it back. So I'm I'm guessing Fleek was pretty happy with that result. So nice job by him. We uh, no more college football. I noticed on a tweet the next college football game will actually take place in Ireland, which. I would think about going because I've always wanted to go to Ireland, but it's a Big Ten game. So, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I could go to Ireland and just slam my head in the door, too. That's a thing. Like, I'm not going to a, a Nebraska game. So, no. yuck. No, there are better reasons to go to Ireland. Did you did you stay up and watch the whole thing last night? It, it got exciting in the second it. half. It did. It started to pick up. I mean, the first half. Uh, you know, as most big games like this, it was a little tentative. You know, Georgia, I think, was struggling to kind of figure out what they were doing. The Alabama defense looked really fast in the first half. And it was funny. I mean, I think you kind of knew Alabama was done when they couldn't finish those first couple drives. I mean, if Alabama was going to win those games, they have a couple touchdowns going into halftime. So the fact that Georgia was able to, you know, not, I think they were, what, they were ahead at halftime, I believe. But, you know, not just to not even be, be ahead at that point was, you know, pretty telling. I don't even I can't even tell you who was ahead. It was nine to six Bama. I can't remember who kicked more field goals. It was all field goals. It was definitely like nine to six at halftime. Yeah, if Bama's not scoring touchdowns, they can't win that game. Yeah, that's the thing. A couple of those short field goals were pretty icky. Um, that's not what you want to do. And even Dan said we didn't Dan to the off air, we were like, I can't see a low scoring Bama win and, and neither of those things happened. We ended up getting into the low fifties. And, uh, yeah, Bama did not win. So congrats to Georgia. 
congrats to anyone who had a fun and profitable college football season. We now move on to strictly basketball. There'll be some hockey we'll sprinkle in. There'll be some soccer. We're going to have draft props right around the corner. Tennis is aplenty. The Olympics are nigh. And we'll start with the NBA because you've got a, you got some action tonight in the association. Nobody could talk you out of the one. Why did you why did you request Devil's Avocado on my Timberwolves? They're not really mine. <laughs> you know, Devil's Avocado here, Larry, but um, it, you always got to think about the other side of it. You know, we'll start with that one. It's kind of in the middle there. Um, handful of games tonight. Uh, one fill-in game again. Double-check your schedules. Bulls-Pistons was the game that was postponed that has been rescheduled. That will be tonight. So six-pack of games, three things I like. Um, you asked about the Timberwolves. You know, that's the team that I talked a lot about in the offseason. I doubted was really concerned that the roster didn't necessarily fit together, but they played very well when they're all healthy. Everybody but Pat Beverly looks like they're going tonight. It looks like a really nice spot for them against the Pelicans team that's been playing better, but you know, the Timberwolves have, you know, the best player on the floor, maybe the two or three best players on the floor, depending on how Valanciunas goes tonight. If Ingram's not hitting his shots, I mean, it's kind of an interesting matchup maybe, but I have the Timberwolves here almost seven point favorites. So minus four or better looks pretty good to me. Again, they've been playing well. The Pelicans haven't been as good at home. I think is kind of the market here has evaluated them. I just, some of the home court stuff has been really funky this year, but you know, the Pelicans here, it looks like you can get the Timberwolves. Actually, it's down to three and a half now. So a little better number than me. I'd play that at four or better. The Oklahoma City Thunder visit the Washington Wizards, uh, a Wizards team that looks like they're finally healthy. Everybody's kind of back. They're, they're playing some just clunky basketball here. It's a team that was solid at the beginning of the year. I like kind of their roster composition. If they can stay healthy for a couple of weeks, I think could get in some kind of rhythm here. But the Thunder have played well against these kind of teams all year, these mid-level teams. You know, plus nine here. Again, in a game that I have a little closer to six and a half, looks like a really nice bet to me. I'd play that eight and a half or better, maybe a smaller play on eight. And then the Grizzlies money line here, plus 115. Um, we'll play this at plus 110 or better. They're hosting the Golden State Warriors, who will be without Draymond Green. Again, continuing to try to integrate Clay Thompson. I'm actually not sure if he's playing tonight. If he is, it will be less minutes. I don't know, you know kind of what their program is for him. Honestly, I, I don't particularly care if he plays. I think that'll be great for whatever Memphis Grizzlies guard kind of gets to go at him. You know, kind of is his first game of fatigue here. So really nice spot for the Grizzlies. They've been playing very well against some of the better teams in the league. They do really step up. It's kind of funky every year. There's a team like this that really focuses on these games. So nice spot for the Grizzlies here. I have them as short favorites. So plus 110 or better looks good to me. Three picks in the association. I have to watch something tonight. I don't know what I'm going to do. What is it, Tuesday? You can watch some tennis. I bet you have some college basketball. It is Tuesday, which was weird. I didn't wasn't sure if it was Tuesday either when I got up this morning. It's very strange. I know. I, it, the week feels weird. I don't know how I feel about it. And it's not, like, it's not like people didn't watch it because of this, but I don't know how I feel about national title games on a Monday. I think it's dumb. I think it's kind of dumb overall. Like we have Monday night football all year, so I suppose people are used to watching a, a big event. But, man, is it late as it goes? Put that on a Saturday. That'd be way cooler. College football is meant for Saturdays. College basketball happens every day of the week. Like I said, a rough day. What, what, what do the Twitter touts say? What do you say, like, bounce back? Bounce back uh, day. Bad variance. We got we're gonna get this money back every day. Got to get no. some money back to the bookies so you don't get kicked out. What else oh, we got? Um, yeah, it's a major bounce, minor setback, major comeback. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't even watch, and I just checked. I'm like, oh, I, I, like the first five didn't turn out very well. We got the last one. The last one came through. Pine Bluff always comes through for me. 
just four today. I already put them in a little earlier. One of these started to move on me as I was betting, which was annoying. But uh, Central Michigan, Eastern Michigan, under 150 and a half. These two teams stink. They're very bad teams. They're near the bottom. Maybe maybe Northern Illinois is down there too. But actually, there's a there's a lot of bad MAC teams. The MAC is is there is everyone anyone ever said bottom heavy? Something can be bottom. You know, you say like, oh, this league's top heavy. The MAC's kind of bottom heavy. There's a bunch of. You just say it's a shitty league. Yeah, I know, but there's some good teams in it too. Like that would be a, a doing a disservice to a team like you know Ohio or Toledo. But uh, these two teams are near the bottom. Uh, they don't play very good offense, but I do respect the Eastern Michigan defense a little. I think we keep this in the 140s. I have this uh, I have this line. Even though there have been a little higher scoring games against some of these lower-level teams, they played They played uh, Ball State to right around 150 the other day. I think we're going to see a little lower here. I have this line in the 140s. Valpo, Loyola, here's a team. Here's a team who... I don't know. Like the offense isn't that bad for Valpo. They're just not not that great of a team. They're middle of the pack. Loyola, obviously, a very good team. Loyola is somebody I bet on in that standalone game that they got to play in the middle of the day. And uh, God, what was that? Yeah, San Francisco. I took that over too. That one cleared by like twenty. Basically, it was coming down to can San Francisco stop their three point shooting? The answer was no. Valparaiso maybe needs to get. 55 60 points in this game to get this one to go over because i really do think uh loyola chicago should pour this on maybe even get up to 80 uh the three-point defense for valparaiso stinks so look for loyola the cruise we just need valparaiso to contribute in a blowout i have this over 135.5 northeastern plus six taken on the where is that one no, Northeast, I, I almost said a different game completely. This is Colonial League. James Madison, the Dukes, very, very good at college football. Not as good at college basketball. This should be a close game, actually. I have this a lot closer than six. This is a road game. I bet a lot of road games because I think home court is overvalued, especially in some of these gyms where you know, the travel spots aren't too bad. But Northeastern does a couple things right. I like their I like their overall shooting. They don't throw the three ball isn't there. Overall shooting is good enough. They make their free throws. And James Madison is just a fast running team who does a few things I don't care for, like turning the ball over and not getting rebounds. So I have this one closer than the plus six that's offered. And St. Louis Dayton over 139. More overs than unders today is kind of a thing. Dayton has a good defense. Yeah, Dayton has a good defense. But they also have a pretty darn good offense. In fact, these teams are almost like mirror images as far as that. Like They are pretty well balanced. But uh, I'm giving the nods to the offenses here. I have this in the 140s. Uh, it's gonna, I guess it's just gonna come down to like the game staying close and competitive. I don't, I don't need a blowout like the other one. I, I need this to stay close because I, I worry about uh, Dayton does turn the ball over quite a bit. If uh, if this turns into a weird spot where they, they're, I think they're slightly favored. But if St. Louis starts to get a lead, I worry about them in comeback mode with the, the sloppiness they have with the ball. Either way, it's, uh, it's two teams that do not rely on the three ball but can make some threes. So I have this over 139.5 and just those four. 
light little Tuesday, and we'll head down under. Easy squeezy. A lot of tennis again. Like you said, tennis continues. It's Everyone gets a little worried. There's no more college football. Again, tennis, folks. It's 11 months a year, just about 24 hours a day. Um, still got two tournaments going down in Adelaide and qualifiers. Nothing in qualifiers stuck out to me, but... You know, a bunch of stuff. We'll go back to Adelaide here. A lot of underdogs, again, looks like just, you know, poorly priced here and not taken into account. I think the fact that this early in the season, a lot of these young women have played, you know, five, six matches at this point between qualifiers, between first rounds against women that are, you know, better players, but, you know, a little rusty here, maybe more focused on kind of getting some fitness and then getting to Melbourne, if you will. So starting at Adelaide here, Anna Kanyu um, coming up against Marketa Vondrasova should be a pretty fun match there. Um, plus 185. This one will start at 730. Um, you know, again, I have this a lot closer to like 140, 150. So anything plus 175 or better looks good. Kanyu, one of the better players on tour, maybe about two, three seasons ago, struggled with some injuries and things, still kind of working her way back up through the rankings. Still a very talented player and someone I think we're going to back quite a bit until we start to see some adjustments. Lauren Davis, the qualifier going against Jasmine Paolini. Paolini really popped at the end of the season um, on hard courts. But um, Davis, again, another player who struggled last year with injuries, didn't play quite a bit, has played some solid tennis so far, qualified for this tournament, has about three, four good matches under her belt. Again, this is a match I have closer to plus 160, anything plus 180 or better looks good there. Teresa Martinkova, somebody we back quite a bit and will continue to do so. Plus 205 here against Madison Keys. Madison Keys, someone that's still priced kind of based on her potential versus what kind of actually she does match to match. Again, this had kind of a nice start here in this tournament, but I wonder again how focused she is about playing here versus getting ready for the Australian Open. Um, the last underdog there, Madison Inglis. This one will be, this one might actually end up being tomorrow. We might be talking about this one again. I can't tell if this is early tomorrow morning today or they're actually just going to do it tomorrow altogether. Anyway, she plays Tamara Zidancic. Again, someone who's better on a little bit slower surfaces here. Inglis, the, low, the Australian, you know, has played well generally down under here. Again, qualified for both of these tournaments. Has quite a few solid matches under her belt, plus 275. And then Coco Goff. Um, Kostyuk over 20 and a half. It's been, you know, not great Coco Goff over so far. I think we're one and two on our uh, Coco overs, Cocovers, if you will. But I think this is a good spot. Kostyuk, I think, might be live here. I thought about maybe betting her, but like the over 20 and a half here. And then another total back to that Kanye match again should be pretty competitive. Over 21 there. So um, a six pack, if you will, for Adelaide. All, all six pack. What about Sydney? Couple I can't stop Sydney. thinking about Sydney because of the <laughs> Scream reboot. And looks like, uh, God, who is it? Nev Campbell? I think I she's so. going to reprise her role. I'm excited. That's the only horror film I like. <laughs> Just two here in Sydney. Uh, Kasakina again. Uh, continue to be confused by her pricing here. It seems like they're building in some sort of fatigue, which generally doesn't happen this early in the season. She goes against Elise Mertens, you know, in a match that I have her plus 150 if I tweak some things again based on how well she's been playing even this week and generally does down under I can get it close to minus 160. So anything minus 135 or better looks pretty good to me. And then another over Barbara Krejcikova going to be playing Jacqueline Christian. Christian, again, having a bunch of tennis already under her belt. Krejcikova, one of the better players on tour. Thought about maybe betting, um, you know, Christian, maybe to win a set, maybe over two and a half sets here, but landed on this total over 20. I think there's going to be a very competitive first set and then just enough games in the second there. Hopefully, um, you know, Christian can steal a set and I think we'll be pretty comfortable, but those are just the two we got for Sydney. 
part. I'm fine with that. Take it easy on Sydney. Um, we'll take a quick look at, like I said, football's over for the the amateurs for a while, the but amateurs. the markets are opening. Maybe tomorrow we'll do that. We'll look at Heisman. There was some good Heisman chatter in the uh, Slack chat today. And do you I like betting someone to win the Heisman versus their team to win the championship? Is that maybe like kind of a, a more fun bet? Or do you find maybe there's like better value there sometimes? I always think of that as an interesting angle, especially on some of these teams that probably have no chance. Yeah, that's the thing too. Like the team has to have a chance. It's so hard to win the Heisman if your team isn't going to be in, at least in the playoff. Your team has to be very competitive now. I mean, it, it's a weird prereq, but it's, it is now. So like, Start looking at you know the the receivers and maybe even the quarterback again on Bama. Start looking at the Georgia players, um, all the all the Ohio State receivers and quarterback. Clemson has some players. Um, I mean, I'm not seeing Texas on here for the sorry Dan, but I'm not seeing Texas on here for the national title. <laughs> but there are some Texas players that are pretty good. Oklahoma has some players. I mean, I'll look at Heisman. We had, we had a good discussion around it and. Uh, it's tough getting in this early. I don't like getting in this early on like one of the favorites, but there are some times where some long shots could be a bit of a a bit of a nice tickle here. I was I, again not didn't originate this. Obviously, I don't follow college football that closely, but I did have a Joe Burrow hundred to one ticket, and nothing felt better than watching that go down every week. <laughs> and it was a uh, it was an old offshore that used to that has a cash out button. And it just went away one day and never came back. Like, I don't even know if it has cash out buttons at all anymore. Because I am I was always planning on just cashing out. And then it didn't let me. Joke was on them. Because he did actually win the Heisman. Had maybe the greatest season of all time for a college quarterback. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pick Dan's brain on this a little more overnight. We'll talk some Heisman stuff later this week. And as we wait for the six months until football starts again. And we'll close with new sponsor... To the podcast, ooh, actual sponsor. Um, props Speaking of that Joe Burrow ticket. Yeah, and that's maybe that was. Oh shit, that's a nice segue, because that's the thing too. Like if you if you do have a really nice long shot ticket that you can't you can't make any money if they don't win, you could put it on a ticket exchange like Prop Swap. So quick, uh, Prop Swap stats for you here: the NFL playoffs are here. And you can always find the best odds on Prop Swap because you're buying directly from other betters. Obviously, check the legality in your state. Um, I know there's a few that you can't do, like Illinois, but for the most part, you can buy your tickets and sell them on there. And it has a bunch of features like filtering tickets based on best value, a free activity fee to stay in the know on all the big sales. There's a loyalty rewards program. You can get bonus cash. And really, the big hitter here is the $500 deposit match. And it's not a sports book. So there's not like a rollover, you know, requirement here. This is just doubling it. If you want to buy a ticket, you're getting 500 up to $500 free money. So essentially whatever ticket you buy becomes twice as twice the odds because you can buy twice the ticket if you want or half it's free, however you want to look at it. So use promo code BETSPERTS on their website or download the free PropSwap app today and you can get your $500 deposit match. Buy yourself some tickets. And with that... Go hunting. Swapping some go props. Ticket, go ticket hunting. Yeah, re- and also too, we'll have some we'll have some content up. I've got a guy who's uh, just digging into that and finding good tickets and posting it. 
Yeah, you can. I mean, it's you know, if you go, you can. I mean, you got to take you got to be careful. Make sure you know all the fees and stuff line up. But you can definitely find some better numbers and market out there. And if you don't have a cash out button or something like that, it's a great way to you know do something. I guess you don't have a cash out button. It's a ticket. But. Yeah. No. Getting getting rid of a ticket that might not win, but you can get some liquidity out of it that way. So, with that, yeah, we'll catch you tomorrow for a hump day edition of Brown Bag Bets. Thanks a lot, and see you then.